All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Marcus Christ. What is up, Marcus? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having you, Mr. Cody. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you doing it, man. So, uh, oh, man, no problem. Yeah, man. So let's, let's get into this. You got a lot of things going on, and uh, I read through your bio. So uh, I guess um, I guess let's start off. Tell, tell, tell my listeners how it all started, man. How did you get involved in the, in the hip-hop world? The four six lane. I mean, because I, I, I read about that um, when you were just young. Um, so you were freestyling back then. But yeah, this was like high school. It was a high school group of hip hop uh, fans. You know, yeah. mostly guys. But it was about uh, some guys were rappers, some guys were singers, some guys were DJs, some guys were producers. So we all had like a different uh, concentration within hip hop. You know what I mean? And um, after high school, you know, some of us you know, still kicked it together or whatever. Then. Some of us kind of branched out, and, and uh, you know, I, I don't really keep in touch like I used to, but, I, you know, I, I can still get in touch with them if I need to, you know? Yeah. But uh, that was the high school phase. Uh, that's what got me into hip-hop. That's, you know, I started off freestyling, then I started writing, then I started rapping as a vocal performer, and, and then I started uh, trying my time at singing. And when did you know that this was something you wanted to pursue as a, as a, as a career? Well, when I wrote Mommy's well, Got Some Problems, I... Stepdad had just gone to jail for something, and uh, it was conspiracy to sell drugs. I had never seen him doing anything like that, so I thought that maybe they're arresting him for something he didn't do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking he's an innocent guy going to jail. So that's why I wrote that song, and that's what kind of motivated me to stay in the music so I could tell my side of the story, at least have it recorded. And, and if people don't listen, I can always listen, you know, go back and listen to it myself, and at least either enjoy it for the entertainment value or for the, the, the moralistic stories being told. When when did you know that you you were good at this? I don't know if I ever would say that I knew I was good at it. I just knew I enjoyed it. I liked doing it, and um, and I did a lot, so I became better at it. Yeah, of course. Um, as far as me being, you know, as far as me being better than somebody else, that's all I mean to say. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has their own style. I can't sit and say I'm better than any other artist because they might have some type of ability or skill on the mic that I don't have that people might like more. Like Twista, he, he raps really fast. You know, Eminem is really good lyrically. Jay-Z is good at keeping it real. And so is, you know, Nod as well. So, yeah. you know, they all you know, come at the game differently. So it's hard for me to say. That's kind of like saying, uh, who's better, Prince or Michael? And they both, you know, they're both pop artists, but they both had two different, totally different styles, you know, to really compare. Yeah. Like comparing apples and oranges, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I wasn't asking you. I wasn't asking you if you thought you were better than other people. I was just curious, like, because sometimes people have to step out of their comfort zone, and then, then they, once they do, they realize, hey, man, you know, this this ain't so bad. Actually, I'm glad I stepped out of my comfort zone. But other people are just natural. They just they just they just naturally, you know, can just jump right into stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, like, as far as when I started off, I wasn't that good. You know what I mean? And and as I kept practicing every day with my friends. Yeah. Uh, in high school, after high school, I got better and better uh, to where I felt more confident. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like I said, I don't know if I'm good now. I just know I'm better than I, than I was when I started. And I think in 10 years, if I continue 
at it, I'll be better in 10 years than I am today. So how can I, I mean, it's hard for me to really say where I fit in, you know, where, but I don't know how this ends yet, you know? You're definitely better than a lot of other people that I've heard. Um, so I'll say that. Yeah, man. All right, so let's get into the single. I don't care. I listened to it. Um, I liked it. I thought it, I thought I liked the single a lot. In fact, so tell me what the backstory is of this song. How, how did it come about? I don't care. It really came when I got out of jail uh, mm-hmm. back about a month ago. Uh, the first beat I came across was like a club beat, and uh, I was thinking about the hook. Like, what would I say in the club? You know, and I was thinking that when you go to the club, you know, you're gonna kind of let loose. And so the, the main expression that everybody should feel when they're letting loose is like, I don't care. Like, I'm letting go of all this little stuff, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. You know, it's like, you're kind of letting go of your inhibitions and, and relaxing and enjoying the, the atmosphere of the party. Plus, you know, it's kind of amp music that gets you the hype up, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just put out the, the video. I mean, yeah, the video about on the 14th. So the video dropped the same day as Valentine's. Since I didn't have a Valentine's, I, I didn't have a date for Valentine's. That's kind of like my message. Uh, the world was I don't care is Valentine's because I don't even have a date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Alright, so how long do you, how long are you in jail for? Mm, I just went to jail for about uh, eight months for a vandalism case. And you uh, know, it, was, it was really kind of suspect. You know, I never even was found guilty. I just played no contest to get out of jail because I was in jail for like a year trying to fight it. And I would have been out already. So I was like, let's play no contest. But really, the, the case was circumstantial. They didn't even have I must have keep me in there that moment, you know? Wow. Man, I tell you what, though. <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, the only, the only reason why I didn't go to jail for vandalism because I didn't get caught. Because I, 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 I busted some shit up when I was younger, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Man, they told me, they, they told me, uh, my, my, my friend, older brother, he told me it's not a crime unless you get caught. You know what I mean? If you can pull it off without getting caught, it, it, it's a heist, or it's a, it, yeah. it's a job. But if you get caught, you know what it, you know what it was with me when I was when I was 15 years old my mother died of cancer so so I didn't have any mother figure in my life from from 15 until I was 18 so those three years those well we have three and a half years from 15 to 18. I was like really pissed off at the world because my mother just died of cancer so I was like why did, you know what the hell's up with that you know and um, so I, I got drinking a party and running around with my friends in the neighborhood, and that's how I released it. That's how I released a lot of my anger was 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 this vandalizing shit, breaking freaking windows and bashing mailboxes in with baseball bats. I mean, we did all kinds of crazy shit. I just got lucky though; I didn't get caught. I didn't get caught. I was the only difference yeah. between a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're younger, you know, you're gonna make mistakes. You know, when you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're gonna you're tend to make more mistakes than when you get older. That's and, right. and life is a learning experience. You know, like even when you're 60 years old, you still learn something new every day. That's the truth, man. Hey, you know, when I was listening to your song, I don't care. I can't remember if it's the third bar. One of those bars, man. You sped it up. You sped up the the, the lyrics. I, I like that change. You know, I notice that. Like, when I listen to my, my cadence sometimes, I notice that my cadence changes often. You know, like, every uh, two lines or every every bar, you know, I, I can sense that my, my, my flow, my verse, my cadence could change. Um, and sometimes it doesn't. You know, it, it, it's erratic. It's hard to really well, I know. thought it was done on purpose because it, it sounded great. I mean, cause it was just a, it just picked up speed. But I, I, I like that. I like that change. I like the way it changed up. Yeah, I, I go to go back to that one mic with Nas. You know, he had that beat and the one mic, and then how the the, the beat kind of accelerated and picked yeah, up the yeah. tempo. Yeah. Um, 
sometimes I kind of think about that when I'm actually uh, making the songs, and that's probably one thing that happened at that time was that uh, I was thinking about how that one mic sped up real fast, and I wanted to do that, you know, kind of uh, imitate that uh, idea, the ideology of that, you know, slow rap to fast rap on that one track. Plus, you know, you're clubbing, you're, some people are going to listen to that song in the club, some people are going to listen to it in the car, so it gives people, it grabs their attention, whether they're in a club setting, where they're dancing, yeah. or if they're in the car and they're listening, or they're at home just with the headphones, whatever, you know, it's meant to grab your attention and keep you listening. Yeah, man, good stuff. All right, so you got a uh, you got an album coming up. You gonna put out an album? Yes, sir. Uh, we have an album April April sixteenth. Prince of the Universe, Marcus Price, MTV Entertainment. We're, uh, we're gonna put it in all the all the online stores. We're trying to get our physical distribution together now. Uh, we're gonna have early sales. Pre sale will start on March seventh. And to get that, we're gonna get a free download of a free single. It might bring the new one, bringing niggas back. Right now, they said it's gonna be on Gangster, but I'm hearing. It could be bringing niggas back. Uh, if I could drink this, I just dropped about a couple of, couple of weeks ago. Nice. So what, what, what's the title about, Prince of the Universe? Prince of the Universe is about uh, Jesus being the Son of God. Okay. And it's about like Jesus being not the King of the Universe, but the Prince of the Universe. Even though Jesus is King of Kings, and he is like the King of the Universe, or greater than that, you know, this, this, this title was like meant to reserve the highest title for his father and give him the second title, you know, because, you know, he's going to humble himself. And, uh, and it's just it's a plethora of different types of music. I've got the first, uh, the first disc going to have a lot of songs that I produce, like, uh, you know, some other shit. Uh, if I knew it's not going to be on the first track, I think it's going to be on the second disc. That's something that, uh, Shadow will produce for me. Nice. Um, it's also going to have Bringing Niggas Back, that was Shadow of Too Deep. Uh, it's gonna have um, hate on me. Uh, I think I reproduced that one. It's gonna have uh, it's like we produced that one as well. And it's gonna have a new one called um, "I Said No Problems," which is like R and B song. It's produced by Antonio Banderas, and it's pretty fire right now. I haven't released it yet, but it's pretty. pretty wow. A lot of people like it. So how many tracks are gonna be on this record? Wow! Now you mentioned before that you not not only do you rap but you also sing, so you do some you do some. Yeah, I also sing. So you guys like, I heard yeah. you, and you just mentioned you got an R and uh, R and B song. So where can people hear that? You got, you got any songs we can hear you singing? Well, yeah, I mean, um, you knew that is one where I'm singing. A lot of people didn't like that at first, but it started growing some. Yeah. Um, I said no problems is like an R and B track. Uh, you saved me is like a country song, oh, almost like oh. a country but really? like pop. Nice. And I'm singing on there. And so, you know, I kind of wrote it just to, uh, I was thinking about the kids when I wrote that, like for my, my children. And so I wanted to write a song that could kind of express how they helped me get through life, you know? Yeah. So something, God forbid, would happen to me in the future. At least they know that there, there are multiple songs about them, but they know this one for sure is about them as well. Nice. I like the diversity of this, man. I like I like people that throw mixes in there. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's not really for kids, but then again, it, it could be. You know, it, it, there's, there's, a, there's a meaning, there's a moral behind the story. Right? Sure. So that's why we did that. We wrote it because we knew there'd be a moral. We knew there'd be something that they would like to see. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as even adults as well. You know, this is something that adults can listen to, be entertained by, and make good points. This is something kids can learn from, but it's being done in like an adult setting. So it's not something that I, I think I would want kids to listen to, but it is right. something I think kids can learn from. Okay. All right. So who is who are some of your musical influences coming up? Uh, biggest musical influence, um, definitely Michael Jackson, Prince. Uh, Whitney, all the pop stars, all the big, big stars, King Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Dolly Parton, and, and a lot of people don't know, but Dolly Parton, you know, is a great writer as well. I, I really am uh, into the, a lot of the lyrical abilities. Um, it was also uh, Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> oh, wow. Universe. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to listen to a lot of old stuff and new stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and try to, like, listen to different genres, like, you know, rock, country, hip-hop, alternative, you know, just so that I don't get stuck in one, you know, think that I can only listen to hip-hop and, you know, other music doesn't have something to offer. I think all music has an experience to offer. It may differ, but it's something we can all experience yeah, and maybe even learn from. I love that. You know what I've been doing lately? While you were answering me, I, you, you, you prompted a memory in my head. So I was watch. I was on YouTube, and, and I noticed like a lot of people do these reaction videos, and I saw like um, these two these two black dudes. They they react to all kinds of different genre, and they were they did a reaction to a Queen song from the band Queen, and the, the song was Bohemian Rhapsody, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, and um, of course they just made the movie called Bohemian Rhapsody after Freddie Mercury and Queen. Um, but these two guys, these young black dudes, they're probably maybe 25, 26 years old. And really, I really enjoyed watching them because they, they were, they were watching, they were, they were watching Queen do Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time in their lives. They've never even, you know, heard of them. So for me, I grew up listening to the Queen, so it was really a cool, it was a really cool perspective for me to sit there and watch these guys that never heard and, and get to see their face expressions of the genius of Freddie Mercury when they got to see how good he was and how blown away they were. So it's really cool how you mentioned all these people that you that you are influenced by. It's not just hip hop, it's Dolly Parton, the country and, 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 and you know, even Nancy Sinatra. That's great, man. I mean it's really good to hear that. And you know what's funny is Freddie Mercury, I think he, he got the album Prince of the Universe back in the seventies or eighties, right? Prince of the Universe. I'm not sure if that's one of theirs. Um, I think that was Freddie Mercury. I think that was something he did solo. I'm not sure. He did one. Freddie did. Freddie did one solo record, and it might have been that title. I have to. I have to look that up and see. He did do one solo I think, record. I think that was like the only other person that ever had that title on their album. And Freddie Mercury, you know, if you if you know, I'm in Hollywood right now, you know, everybody you know, talks about him still. You know, what I mean, if you bring up Queen or any one of their hits, you know, you're always gonna hear about Freddie Mercury. And uh, I heard this one lady. Uh, I was it was a few months ago. You know, I was in jail. And everybody knew I was gonna put out the album, you know, it was like something everybody knew but they didn't want to talk about. And I heard this one lady, uh she called me Freddie M. You know what I mean? And I didn't understand why. I was like, why'd you call me Freddie M? And then I thought about that when she's thinking about Freddie Mercury, she's like, you know, she must know the title of the album. Okay. So okay, yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. I've been hearing that. Okay, I looked it up while you were talking. I'm not trying to take his title. I got my own, you know, uh, view or aspect of that title, but I do think he came out with that title. The only, the only solo album he put out, I'm just, I just looked it up. It's called Mr. Bad Guy, so it's, that's not the title of his solo record. However, let's look it up real quick. Queen, Prince of the Universe. I bet there is something. Was it, was, was it a solo song? Was it a, 
No, it's a song. Yep, and you're right. Yep, you're right. It's a song. He wrote a song called Prince of the Universe. Uh, yeah. So I'm taking it deeper. I'm making an album. I'm taking it to the next extreme. <laughs> yeah, Prince of the Universe is a song written by Freddie Mercury, performed performed by Queen. So yeah, he he wrote it while he was a Queen, of course. But okay, that's very cool. Very cool, man. Yeah. yeah that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, so uh, what are your goals? The 2019, we just started this year. We're in February. What do you want to do before 2020 gets here? Obviously, we're on a successful album launch. Now, after that, um, maybe some shows. I don't know if I want to do a tour right now because I want to work on new material, plus I want to look at new artists. So a tour is probably not in my best interest. I know there's a lot of money in that, but... um, you know, I've been working on this album for two years, and I really want to get started on the next one. So I might do a tour for the next album, and I have more material to, to tour with. Um, but that's, that's really what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like album release, new material, and then um, looking at either uh, gigs or maybe maybe a tour, a short tour. That's what's up, man. You sound like you really you, you really love this stuff, man, and you got a great head on your shoulders. Um, stay out of trouble, man, so you can keep out, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't do a whole lot in jail. You, you do a lot of writing when you're in jail, but you can't really act on it, so. Yeah, and we know what's special when you're in jail, you can't hear the music. So you're right. writing, you don't know how the music's going to sound when you get out, so I, I don't usually use any material I write in jail. Except yeah, man. I wrote the skits in jail, so. There you go. You're going to hear where I was thinking in jail, like in the skits, but as far as the music, that's all written when I'm, when I'm out. Yeah, man. Well, you're out now, so stay out. So before I let you go, man, talk about uh, talk, tell the listeners where they can find your stuff. Talk about your uh, social media and your website, things like that, man. Yeah, yeah. catch me on uh, MarcusChrist.com, distributorentertainment.org. Uh, uh, you can also find me at uh, HotIce07 on Twitter or HotIce783 on Instagram. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm on and off of Facebook right now. We're not on Facebook right now because... There's just so much information, and we don't want to be too many places. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I might go back to Facebook in the future. But I, I was on Facebook at Marcus Christ, but we'll see. All right, cool, man. And one more thing before I let you go. Shout out to your record label. Oh, shout out to uh, MTV Entertainment, everybody at the staff, everybody looking out for me, all my lawyers, attorneys, even the accountants that I can't trust. Thank you all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate you doing this. I want to get you back on the show when you got some more stuff to talk about, all right? 